Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Equipped Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, the founder of the Equipped Woman, where I coach and equip women to live purposed, productive, and prosperous. I am so glad that you decided to hang out with me today. I'll be sharing tips on how to live abundantly in every area of your life. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Equipped Woman Podcast. And this week, I'm going to be talking about financial wisdom. But before we jump into this week's episode, I want to let you know that I am by no means a financial advisor. I'm not giving you advice on what to do with your finance finances. I'm simply sharing some practical guidance regarding financial success. So if there are things that you need to do concerning your finances, you want to Find a trusted financial advisor to help you make those decisions. I'm simply going to be sharing some scriptures from the book of Proverbs um, that have wisdom concerning finances. So I just wanted to be sure I got that out the way so that you understand that I'm not a professional from a financial standpoint, and I'm just simply sharing what Proverbs says concerning financial wisdom. So with that being said, I am going to share some verses from Proverbs that's going to help us navigate our financial journeys with godly principles. So just some practical things. And of course, this is a verse that you hear over and over again because it's one of the verses that I think is just so important is seeking godly wisdom. So in Proverbs, it talks about Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. So this is essential, especially when it comes to our finances. We want to be sure that we're not leaning to our own understanding and we're seeking guidance, not just from Proverbs, but also trusted people who are professionals to help you make wise financial decisions. And you want to be sure those that you are entrusting with your finances are in alignment with God's word as well. So those professionals that you're working with, those people that may be managing your finances and your portfolios, you just want to be sure that the same thing that you believe as it relates to your finances that they believe as well so that you can create that environment that will make you comfortable as it relates to to finances. So as women, we are in a place where we have to really understand that it's essential for us to seek wisdom from the Lord when it comes to our finances. So seeking this godly wisdom means that we're inviting God into our financial decisions. Because one of the worst things, and I've experienced this, is living paycheck to paycheck, not knowing what we're going to do, how the bills are going to be paid, robbing Peter to pay Paul, you know, all of those things that you can probably count and think about. I've experienced it. And a lot of times I've gotten into those situations because I didn't invite God into my financial decisions. I just went ahead and did what I felt I needed to do. There were some impulses involved with that because I just went ahead and purchased things or invested in things that I shouldn't have because that was just what I wanted at the time. So we have to understand it's important to surrender our plans and desire to his perfect will. 
Because when we're inviting God into our financial decisions, he's not going to lead us astray. He's going to make sure that what we're investing in is going to have a return on our investment. And it's also going to be sown in good ground. And and the things that we are paying for are going to benefit us in some way or another. And we, of course, know that there are specific things that we have to pay for. They are just those fixed expenses that we have to pay for. So I'm more so talking about those financial decisions when we're making large purchases or we're getting and, and investing in things to help us grow and develop. We want to make sure that we acknowledge his sovereignty and allow him to direct our path. So we want to remember that true financial success is not solely measured by worldly standards, but it's by aligning our finances with God's purpose for our lives. Because if we look at the world and what they value and where they position money, because we know the Bible clearly says for the love of money is the root of all evil. And sometimes people misconstrue that saying that money is evil. Money is not evil. Like God wants us to to live a life where we can be resourceful because if we don't have money and we lack resources, we can't fulfill our call because we can't help others. So having money is nothing wrong with having money and establishing wealth and allowing that wealth to be generational. So we pass it down to our generations that come behind us. But the love of money and the way that the world portrays having money is definitely distorted. And it makes us think that we should chase after money. And I always use the phrase, we're not chasing paper, we're chasing purpose, right? So you don't want to put yourself in a position where money becomes an idol for you and you and you are focusing more on money than the purpose that God has for your life. Because anytime you shift your focus away from God, it's not going to work. You may experience some limited success. You may experience, um, you know, a time where you will um, see things grow in your life financially. However, if you shift your focus away from God, it's not going to last long. It's going to be one of those things where one day you're going to wake up and it's, and it's, it's going to be completely turned upside down. So that's something to remember because we don't want to frame our reference on what the world is doing. We want to make sure that what we are pursuing is aligned with God's purpose for our life. So the next piece of this is diligent and stewardship. So in Proverbs 21, verse number five, it says, the plan of the diligent leads surely to plenty, but those of everyone who is hasty surely to poverty. So God calls us to be diligent and responsible stewards of the resources that he's entrusted us with. So a lot of times you're waiting for that financial breakthrough, but God is 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 really paying attention to, okay, so what are you doing with what you have right now? You have resources, you have finances available to you, but you're not doing anything with it. You're not helping anybody. You're not allowing those finances to become more abundant. God has probably a business on the inside of someone who's listening to this podcast today and you've done absolutely nothing with it. But you may be complaining about not having enough, but God has already told you what you need to do, but you just haven't stepped out on faith and done it. So there are so many things that we have to understand. We have to be diligent in our stewardship. And when God blesses us with the abundance in our life, we have to make sure that we're stewarding it well. 
So financial success, it doesn't happen overnight. It requires discipline, hard work, and wise planning. And the only way you're going to be able to fulfill these things in your life is you're going to have to seek guidance from the Lord. Because when we start getting in the way, we then shift our focus away from from him and we don't obtain the level of success that we need that is going to be substantiated and something that's going to be able to last long term. It's only going to be a short term, just like I spoke of before. And then next thing you know, you're going to be right back in that situation again. So by being diligent in your financial endeavors, you can experience the abundance and be better equipped to help others. So God is like paying attention to to what you're doing right now, because if he sees you're you know, dwindling money away, just frivolously spending, buying things that just just nonsensical and just throwing money away. God is not going to feel that you are going to be positioned as a responsible person to be a steward over more because you're not doing what you need to do with what he's giving you. Because at the end of the day, those resources are for you to bless others. So when we look at Proverbs 27 and 23, it says, be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. Just like a shepherd takes care of his flock, we are called to make sure that we are attentive to our finances and managing them wisely and with integrity. So you want to be sure that every financial um, situation, every financial decision that you make It should honor God. There should not be anything that you are doing that will dishonor God. So if you're involved in situations and circumstances, yeah, Christians are scammers. Christians do things. They fraud people. And you want to be sure that you are honoring God in everything that that you, you do, every financial decision that you make. So we're not far removed from those things. And some people are doing these things out of desperation. So anytime people are doing under the table things or things that are just not on the up and up, it's rooted in fear, number one. And the second part of that is that they're not honoring God. They're honoring the money. So when you hear of these people that are mishandling funds and and committing fraud and scamming people, it's because they are operating in fear and they're not honoring God with their financial decisions. So you want to embrace the stewardship as an opportunity to glorify him in all aspects of your life, including your finances. So that it's just so important to make sure that that is something that's going to be a part of you when you are diligent in your stewardship of finances. So lastly, it's about contentment and generosity. So the final point I want to make is around contentment and generosity, like I mentioned. So in Proverbs chapter 11, verses 24 through 25, it states, There is no one who scatters yet increases more, and there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. So the generous soul will make, will be made rich and he who waters will also be watered himself. So let me read that again. There is one who scatters yet increases more. And there is one who withholds more than is right, but it leads to poverty. The generous soul will be made rich and he who waters will also be watered himself. So in a world that often encourages us to pursue material wealth and possessions, 
God teaches us the value of contentment and the joy of generosity. When we find contentment in what God has already blessed us with, we can truly experience true wealth that transcends material possessions. And this is something the world cannot understand. Because again, like I mentioned, they're pursuing money. They're pursuing all of these possessions. They want to show you, oh, I bought this. I have this. They're, they're, you know, flexing for the gram, like the kids say, and they're showing off all of these things. But it says that this leads to poverty. This mindset is the antithesis of where God wants us to be. He wants us to be content in what he has blessed us with. This is where we experience true wealth and abundance. So the Bible reminds us that being generous doesn't diminish our own wealth. In fact, it leads to abundance, right? So you want to be sure that you open your hearts and your hands to give because then it positions you to be blessed even more beyond measure. So our generosity can make a lasting impact on others and bring glory to God's name. So you want to cultivate a spirit of contentment and generosity in your financial life. And when you do this, you will find fulfillment and discover the joy of being able to use your resources to bless others. So as I close out this week's episode, I want you to think about reflecting on the wisdom that we explore today. These verses in Proverbs, because the Proverbs is full of wisdom. Every chapter in there talks about wisdom. So when we seek godly wisdom, we're embracing diligence and stewardship and cultivating contentment and generosity. We can walk a path of financial success that aligns with God's principles. So I hope this helps you get a perspective of what financial wisdom looks like from a practical guidance and godly principles. Because a lot of times what we're seeing out here in the world is not what God wants us to pursue. So when you're seeing these things and you're paying attention to these people who you think are succeeding because they are giving you the appearance of success through how they're obtaining wealth, you want to meditate on these verses in Proverbs to get the wisdom that you need to really understand what true wealth really looks like. And how this applies to the calling that God has on your life. So I hope this blessed you and you had an opportunity to really, really dig deep as it relates to finances. And it's able to kind of shift your perspective and your relationship with money. So again, if you have not done so already, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes that I upload I upload every Friday and you can get these episodes on your favorite podcast player. So until next time, continue to live purposed, productive, and prosperous.